Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air yeah. And the screams from everywhere yeah. I'm addicted to the truth It's a dangerous Sorry. love affair Can't be scared when it goes down Got a problem, tell me Sorry. now Only thing that's on my mind Is who on this town tonight Hey, welcome to the Quarmy Lost the Sports Sometime Rich, we came from the ATL Show We are back for another show We got a lot of talk about uh, the... Uh, the Green Bay Packers, the Chicago Bears game, that. Uh, we talk about the Jets, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, finish that all. I definitely want to get to the conversation with uh, Carson Palmer uh, asking for a trade. And I also want to get you guys' opinion on uh, what Jay Cutler, uh, just his mannerisms on the sideline and his uh, his active, how you feel about him not playing the second half. Uh, we got Coach B with us. We got Ken with us. Uh, you guys, welcome to the show. Hey, what's so, up, Ken? It's about time you show up, Ken. Back from the dead. <laughs> I'm back. back. Let me um let me read you uh, let me read you guys something. Carson Palmer um he he wanted to leave the uh, NFL's least successful franchise while still in his prime. He's 31 years old. I want to get you guys' opinion on this. But the owner Mike Brown said Monday that the 31 year quarterback that asked for a trade more than a week ago um, that he's not going to be traded. Uh, because he's uh, central to his plan, the Cincinnati Bengals' plan. Uh, I don't know what that is because they brought – they didn't ask Carson Palmer, or, or maybe they did, but it didn't work out. And the things uh, – uh, you bring in uh, Chad Ocho Singles there, you have a reality show there uh, before he even had a reality show. You brought in uh, Terrell Owens. Um, you get this guy some weapons, but – what about the office coordinator who didn't? Not only don't you don't have to speak on the office coordinator, but they didn't run Cedric Benson enough, in my opinion, to make those two receivers work. Um, what do you guys quickly, and we'll move on to some other stuff. What do you guys think about the uh, Carson Palmer trade? Should he be traded? Because this is an owner who doesn't trade anybody. And when you ask for a trade, I'd like to also know the fans' uh, reaction to it because when Chad Ochocinco asked for a trade, then they crucified him in the media, so he had to earn the respect of the fans to come back and be the guy he still is or always was. Let me get you guys' opinion on that real quick. Seattle, here I come. <laughs> Pete Carroll is loading up with his USC players again. He will be going to the Seattle Seahawks. Carson Palmer? Yep, he's going. This is an organization that never trades anybody, never let their players go. So you think they'll let the quarterback go. I can see them. If they, if they didn't let Chad Ochocinco go, um, you know, they could have got any receiver. But I think market-wise market, market wise was probably one of the reasons they kept him in because I don't think he had the outstanding year at all. But a team, an organization, Mike Brown, uh, Cincinnati Bengals, never let a guy go when, he, when he's under contract. You'd saying Carson Palmer will be in Seattle next year. I mean, it'd be a great fit because uh, Matt Hasselbeck uh, and Carson Palmer are two different quarterbacks, but I think Carson Palmer will have the edge edge on that as far as 
uh, who's getting more pro- productivity out of their player. Yeah, but Matt Hasselbeck might not be coming back. He's already speculated that this might be his last season, and that's why they was trying to get a good look at uh, Charlie Whitehurst. And as you can see, Charlie Whitehurst is not really a, a top-tier cal- caliber quarterback that can really step in that starting road and lead a team into the playoffs, into the championship like they need. They need a franchise quarterback. And instead of going into the draft and drafting somebody brand new that you have to give some time and some years to develop into a Super Bowl-caliber type quarterback, you already got a quarterback who's already proven that he can win. He can win playoff games. Um, you know, you got the USC connection right there. Uh, Pete Carroll's going to let this man play the way he wants to play. He has weapons there. He has Mike Williams. Let's remember, he you know did play with Mike Williams at uh, USC during his freshman campaign when uh, Carson Palmer, I believe, was a senior coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you do also have uh, a, a lot of USC players on that team that did play with Carson Palmer, uh, Lofi Tutupu, uh, who uh, did play with Carson Palmer at USC. So this is a great fit for uh, Seattle Seahawks. And as you know, Kwame, being a franchise player, uh, a franchise player who's disgruntled, going to go into 2011-2012 season, uh, you can't have that kind of distraction. You've got to trade this guy, Coach. Well, my, thirst, my thought process of, is, you know, if you trade him, you trade him. If you don't, you don't. You know, it, it, it's all definitely coming down to, you know, no one's ever been happy in Cincinnati. I mean, you know, you have your, your, your season where last year, last year's season, you know, you go undefeated in, in the division, you win the division hands down, and then you buy out first round of the playoffs. This year you don't even make the playoffs. And you didn't really have injuries until the late part of the season that really affected your, your team. It was just not, a, not your year. Um, but as far as me thinking he's getting traded, I mean, the possibility of him getting traded, and the owners already said no, I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, you know, will they outright release him? Probably not. Are they going to play next year, NFL? I don't know. No one knows. Um, I just think it's a situation where we got to sit back and wait and see um, what happens. Like you guys said before earlier, that last time someone requested to be traded, a la Ocho Cinco, um, he got crucified in the media, um, in the local media there in Cincinnati, and he had to do everything in his power to get his fans back, like change his last name. Well, Carson Palmer, let me throw this out there. Carson Palmer has um, he has said uh, it retire, he's going to retire or trade him. Now, those are some strong words uh, coming from your franchise quarterback. Uh, and, and, Ken, you make a good point. I don't think Seattle will be a bad situation for him to be in, but I also think uh, that – well, I also know that Mike Brown and the Cincinnati Bengals have never traded him about it. Now, David Dunn, who's Carson Palmer's uh, agent, he also said it's, it's – it, through, through to the lack of success that Carson Palmer and Cincinnati Bengals had, it's time for them both to, uh, you know, um, move parts. It's time for these guys to separate between each other. Uh, but I thought Carson Palmer has had success. I thought he would be the quarterback. Uh, I know he was different after that Pittsburgh game uh, he played where he went out with a knee injury. Uh, he was somewhat different, but everybody responds differently to injuries. I thought he had success. They dominated the AFC Last year in a division where there's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Baltimore, uh, who else is in that uh, conference, Coach? Oh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, Baltimore. There was one uh, more. Them and the um, Ooh, man, I totally slipped my Yeah, mind. but they dominate a it's conference that, that's, that's pretty awesome. tough, and you got the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens, and you're playing Browns. against those, and you got the Cleveland Browns, who was at that time pretty good. Um, but that there has been some success. I think they just have to uh, – 
offensively, they don't run the ball enough to make those receivers work. They had a chance to go out there and get T.J. Husmazada. They didn't go get him. Um, and I thought he was a you know know the system, know the area, has the fans. Uh, if, if, if it comes down to that, T.J. Husmazada would have been a great addition to that. I'm not saying Terrell Owens was a slouch. Uh, he did have great numbers. He also, in the past two years, hasn't been a distractor to his team. Uh, but you watch these guys in the last uh, final two games, I watched them knock down balls because they haven't, getting, haven't been getting balls all game. So I watched them knock down balls in games, and they were just disgruntled with the whole offensive plan anyway. So I don't think they um, – uh, I personally don't think they'll get uh, he'll get traded, but if he does – it makes more sense if Seattle can snatch him up. And then it comes down to draft picks. But, but the Cincinnati Bengals organization has been the worst organization since I've known about football. People always say don't go there or don't go to Denver because Denver give all their money to John Elway, but don't go to Cincinnati because they don't pay you. And, and that's unfortunate. Well, you know, the bad thing about it is it depends on what their draft position is in this upcoming draft. I mean, you know, can you position yourself uh, to pick up a locker, you know, out of um, University of Washington, is that possible? You know, what you pick in at four, there's a good possibility you can. Panthers really don't need a quarterback. The Broncos, possibly. The Bills need a quarterback, and the Bengals need a quarterback. I mean, you picking fourth in the draft this year, you know, there's an opportunity. You okay, well, let's trade away Carson Palmer, get a number one pick from um, the Seattle Seahawks. You know, like, like Ken said, you know, Seahawks, hmm. Are they going to be okay next year? We don't know. I mean, they're picking 25th. Get that number one pick and then trade up and possibly get Jake Locker out of the University of Washington. That might help you. I think th- I think kid th- out of th- or Boise State to come in there. But, again, you know, Marvin Lewis just got re-upped for what, another year or two. Mm-hmm. You know, does he have time to, you know, to sit there and and, um, and wait on a quarterback on to a grow? Quarterback to mature? We don't know. Um, you know, that's a situation where a veteran quarterback can come in there and actually perform and maybe, you know, put them over the top. But, again, you're going against, you know, your division and you're playing against, yeah, it was a, a nominee a couple of years ago when you happened to beat everybody last season. Just don't think that it's going to um, be a situation where you're going to be able to to uh, to have give Marvin Lewis that opportunity to do that against a Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, against I, a Baltimore Ravens defense and an up-and-coming um, um, Browns defense, who you know Mike Holmgren's in charge of that. He's changing everything around. So, you know, do you have that opportunity? Probably not. Your best bet is just trade them, get get them off your team, clean your locker room out. You get rid of To. To hadn't been a problem the last couple of years, unless the media makes him a problem. But yeah, you know, I, he did his job last year, like he was asked. Yeah, you know what? I, I think teams has gotten this far in the playoffs, or have gotten to the playoffs. They're only a few pieces supposed to away, and I don't think a quarterback is one of them. Maybe Seattle can change quarterback, but they can't wait for a guy to come out the draft and then uh, expect to have the same situation. Now, uh, the quarterback in St. Louis is a different story. They are some quarterbacks that come out to learn a system, but at the same time, they don't have the whole offensive uh, game plan or offensive game book. Um, to go at, so you got to make them vanilla until they start to grow. Until they start to grow, but I don't, teams that are playing now or have played in this playoff um, this year don't have time to go back. And going back is getting another quarterback. So if Seattle was to get a quarterback and wait for a guy like uh, uh, Mallet or Locker, it, it would be best for them, in my opinion, to go get a Carson Palmer, who's who's ready to play, who's understand, who has familiarity with the. Uh, with the receivers over there, with the coach, uh, he can move right in and, and they can make that work and maybe go further in the playoffs 
or maybe so the division that they're playing in, the weak division that they're playing in. Yeah, right, they, look, need, they need to go in there and just really just like say that their division is weak. The division is weak. The Arizona Cardinals, St. Louis. Oh, Rams. oh Arizona. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about Cincinnati Bengals again. I apologize. No, no, no. That, that's, not, not, that's not a weak division at all. Okay. You, got a, you got a team going to the Super Bowl out of the division. Exactly. Doesn't, doesn't make it weak. I'm talking about the NFC South, NFC West. Arizona Cardinals, St. Louis Rams, Seattle Seahawks, and you got the uh, uh, since, I mean San Francisco 49ers. It's a weak conference, um, but that's what I was talking about. So you know what? I, I'm, I'm gonna interrupt real quick. You know what could be done? Trade him to to Arizona, Seattle, and bring in Alex Smith. I don't see why not. Bring in Alex Smith. I still think Alex Smith is going to be a good quarterback sometime. I don't. <laughs> you say it sometime. You say it sometime. I mean, he just needs to be. In a, he hasn't had. He hasn't had the opportunity. No one's put that kid in a position to be successful at all. Well, when I say and that about be cheap. I, I don't I he's like to be cheap too. He's yeah. going to be cheap and you might get a good a real real good backup quarterback, but you got you guys know quarterbacks, you know, if they haven't matured at this point, they become greater later. You may have like a Rich Gannon in in uh, Alex Smith who's in his uh 12th year and can still play football cuz now he's understanding the game, he's been around it more. He doesn't have any wear and tear on his body because he's been a backup. Mm-hmm. So you may have a guy like that uh out of Alex Smith. What kind of situation has Alex Smith been in where he's been in a position to be successful? Starting quarterback, first-round draft pick. He's been in a situation okay. where he had opportunities. Where, is, where has he had some stability on his coaching? And you, come on. The first thing that come out of your mouth, Kwame, every time we talk about the Jets or somebody is the offensive coordinator. Well, it's, shot, it's, it's Brian Schottenheimer's problem. He's I don't not. think I say it like that, but go ahead. Well, you know what I'm saying. So you, you, always, as a play, you always put stuff on the coaches also, too. The kid hasn't had an opportunity to be successful. Coaches don't go out there and play. He's he's been. Come on, how, dude, don't, don't make me. Coaches coaches don't go out there and play. Uh, but when you got five years, how how many years has uh, Alex Smith been in the league? What kind five of years? Five years. He's, he's been in he's been in the league five years. It's time for him to take control or go to the coach and say this don't work for us. Create a game plan for me. When you draft me out of college, you knew how I played. Bring me in a situation where I can be successful. Now that that's what you just said. You hold it. That's what the offensive coordinator could do. That's what the offensive co- coordinator can do. Now he can go on the field and make those plays and have be confident in the checkoffs and the check downs that he make. Okay, then when, so when is when is he had a good offensive coordinator there? Can you explain that to me? I, I don't know. I don't. Thank you. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't need a. I had. You know how many defensive coordinators I had? Didn't change my the way I played football. I went out there with confidence. He just don't have confidence. When you look, that ain't no big difference. I. Me playing free safety and him playing quarterback is not a big difference. I got to run the same plays. I got to run. I got to try to stop him. He got to try to stop me. Kwame, when the quarterback is done, under the center, he is looking at me. When the quarterback is under the center, he is looking at me. So now I got a game plan. I got to put the rest of those guys. I'm speaking of me. I'm speaking for me. When I was back there, I had to put guys in, in defenses. They made an adjustment. I had to make an adjustment to put us in the right defense. If I didn't know it and I didn't have any confidence back there, I would get eight, they would eat me up every weekend. And you don't play 10 years and get eat up every weekend. Well, Eating up every not, weekend. You, I'm not saying you want a successful DB. But I'm just telling playing. you the quarterback is no different. They just softer and get paid more. They, they, they're no different from softer, anybody else. Yes, paid more, yes. But, again, ultimately your job is to what? Not get beat deep. We got to take a break, man. Look, <laughs> we got to take a break because uh, I'm going to cuss your ass out. Cuss me out, Slim. Hey, this is Kwame Lasso Sports. Sometimes Rich, we can from the ATL. We having fun as usual. We be back and we want to talk about some Jay Cutler. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. 
Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities. Join host Nick Murphy for Heroes Radio. Hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars. It's sports, community, entertainment, and fun. And it's all part of Heroes Radio. Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. All crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. All right, welcome back to the show. We were talking about the Cincinnati Bengals, and we was trying to get off that. But you know what? We're going um, to briefly hit, not me. Uh, but we're going to briefly hit the Cincinnati Bengals, and then we're going to move on to Jay Cutler, like I said. Uh, Ken, you had some final yeah. words on this. Yeah, Coach was making a good point. I mean, I really believe that the Cincinnati Bengals really just need to go and just dismantle this team, get rid of its uh, reputation of being a team full of thugs. As, as we know, every year, at least two to three, minimum two to three players are arrested for something. All right, They need to get rid of this image. They need to just start. Just National Football League. You Ocho, can't put that on Ocho Cincinnati. Cinco, doesn't want to be there. He wants to go play in Oakland or go play with Tom Brady. He might not even be there this year. Terrell Owens, do you re-sign Terrell Owens at 36, 37, going to be 37 going into this year? Do you re-sign him? I don't know. I really have a feeling he's not coming back. You're going to have brand-new receivers coming back. You've you got an offensive coordinator who moved away from running the ball uh, to, uh, to let Cedric Benson really um, uh, do what he's supposed to do is just go out there and be a 1,500-yard uh, uh, season back. Um, Carson Palmer, disgruntled. He doesn't want to be there. Send him to to Seattle. Get Seattle's uh, fourth or fifth uh, pick in the draft. Now that makes sense. Uh, you know, well, first round draft pick. Get you another quarterback. Get you a franchise quarterback in the draft. You're going to draft high enough to get a Ryan Mallett, a Blaine Gabbard, a, uh, a Cam Newton, uh, even uh, your your boy over from uh, who you just say Boise State. Washington, Boise State. Oh, yeah, the dude from Boise Jalen State. Forget Lock. He comes out. He was one of the most accurate quarterbacks in, in in college football the last three seasons. So start over. Get your new receivers. Uh, you can take a first round uh, receiver with Seattle's uh, first round pick. Get your franchise quarterback with your pick. And uh, get back to running the ball like you're supposed to do, dude. You know who made a point there, Ken? Mm-hmm. You go out at number four. You get Ryan Mallett, mm-hmm. six, seven, Cannon can throw the ball. Is he the best quarterback in the draft? I'm just. I, I think well, so. I guess you might yeah. not get the best quarterback in the draft because Buffalo needs a needs a mm-hmm. quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, you're picking four. When you're picking four, mm-hmm. Carolina people in Carolina don't think that your boy Jimmy Clausen is the answer. He's Denver. Not. Don't think that Tim Tebow is the answer. Buffalo has been needing a quarterback since Jim Cutler retired in 96. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Now you got Cincinnati. Arizona needs a quarterback. Unless they sign Donovan. Quarterback. Cleveland. They got a good quarterback. I like that. Yeah. You know, San Francisco, they have a quarterback in Troy um, Brown. Not Troy Brown. um, Troy Smith. Troy Troy Smith. Smith. I think they're going to draft a quarterback still. We forgot something here. We forgot. Now, we really forgot something here. Who, Troy Smith? There's another quarterback out there that wants to be wants to leave his team that, that's going to get released so they don't have to pay him that $9, million, $9 million bonus Ooh. or whatever the bonus is. But did he prove enough to, to, to you know, prove that he could be a franchise quarterback in the NFL? I, I just think don't really Vince think Car- he did. Vince Young has. I really don't think Troy Vince Young has. is not going to grow up. Well, he needs somebody some, with some discipline. I like Vince Young. But when I watched this guy for two years, I like he was still in college or his first year in college. I don't want that guy leading my team. I don't care how good he he is. One guy can't be more important than the other ten guys on the field. It's just not I, Vince, Vince Young is just not. He won't grow up. Then he always got a excuse or reason why he did this or or this what he was thinking or this is why this happened. Just don't do it. That's the same thing with Maroney after a game. He's he's in the parking lot with guns. Well, he's been dumb a long time. <laughs> So you can't really worry about that dummy. He's dumb. Yeah. But like I said, going back to Cincinnati, when you pretty much you're, – you're at the bottom of the list now. Cleveland has surpassed you. Cleveland is only one Julio Jones away from making the playoffs. That is you're a, a Super Bowl-quality team in the, the Steelers. you got a Super Bowl-caliber team in the Ravens. The, the, the Browns have made themselves clear, to, you know, shown to the division that, hey, we're a playoff, playoff team now behind Peyton Hillis. They're going to stick with Colt McCoy as their franchise. You go in the draft, get your Julio Jones, you're in the playoffs. Bengals, what are y'all right now? Just the laughing stock reality show team in the NFL right now. Blow up the team, rebuild it, send Carson Palmer away, send Ocho Cinco to Oakland where he wants to go, get rid of Terrell Owens, go in the draft, get your Ryan Let me Mallet, tell you why that's get tough. Get receivers and start over from scratch. And, and you, make good, you make some great points, but let me tell you why that's tough. These, these, this is a team two years removed from smoking the uh, division they were in against the Cleveland Browns, the Baltimore Ravens, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, they felt like they have arrived. They beat all those teams that year and still didn't make the playoffs. So they feel like they closed. So if they're willing to take a step back, everything you just mentioned will be the way to go. But if they feel like they're only a few pieces of puzzles, now I like uh, Julio Green, I mean um, uh, Jones, but there's a – the guy who's the guy in Georgia, Green, AJ Green, AJ Green. Uh, you you get one of those guys, you can't go wrong because you're going to get rid of Terrell Owens, who's uh 36 years old, but I, who I feel still can play. I think he's calmed down with the uh, uh, antics that he's that we known to see uh, from the sideline, from the team, disrupting teams. Um, you got you you may have a uh, Ocho Cinco still there who can help some of those young receivers grow, and which I feel like he'd be willing to do. But at the end of the day, you got to get an offensive coordinator. Um, Lewis has uh, retained his job for two more years as, as far as the extensions goes, uh, but you have to run the football with Cedric Benson. You And, Ken, you make good points. Get back to running the football and all that past stuff works. But if Carson Palmer, your franchise quarterback, is, unhealth, is unhappy, then it's time, to, it's time to do something with that. But I know the, the organization and Mike Brown, those guys, they rarely let you go, but if I can get some a first round pick and and, and parlay into two picks, um, maybe early in the second round, I think that's the way to go because there's still a lot of great players all the way up to the fifth round that'll help your team win football games. True that. True. 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 Let me get you. I, let's go ahead. Let's get off. I'm tired of talking about Cincinnati. Let's talk about the uh, Jay Cutler situation. Uh, I'm give, give me you guys' opinion because I'm usually tough on guys as far as getting hurt 
and not playing or or getting hurt uh, or injured. Now, being hurt, you can still play. If you can walk, you can find a way to run. If you can run, you can play football. That, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. But let me, um, uh, okay, let me, let, let me say this. When I say that, I'm talking about me. Okay. Now, if you can do all this stuff, now I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm back and forth with it, but let me tell you about this guy. This is a guy, uh, Jay Cutler, who's been criticized for a whole lot of things. His mannerisms on the sideline, his, his, his smirk. I don't even, some stuff that don't even make sense. He can look a certain way all you want to, but if the guy plays football, he plays football. He does have a strong arm. He's been criticized for his decision making, but then you got to bring, they bring, uh, Mike Marks in, which I thought was a great addition to him and, and Cutler. When he started having some success, he started buying into what Mike Moss did. And if he and if he if he a student of the game, you go back and study what he did in St. Louis because he's trying to do the same thing. Now, granted, he doesn't have the same receivers, but Jay Cutler, let me tell you, this guy's been sacked fifty-seven times. Don't question his toughness. He's he's gotten up. He's been sacked fifty-seven times. Nine of those coming from the New York Giants. He has type one diabetes. He's playing already under duress. Um, he has no offensive line. Is is it fair? Um, to criticize this guy for not showing up with an MCA screen uh, uh, spraying, but then they, at the same time, you got a lot of people throwing in Philip Rivers play with an ACA ter- ACL tear. But Philip Rivers also had a but, knee brace on his knee. He also had a knee brace, but you know what? They was passing the ball more in San Diego than they do in uh, Chicago. I, I thought put him in the shotgun. And how many times did Philip get? How many times does Philip get sacked? He does not like uh, Cutler. Thank you. You know what? When it's all said and done, smoke clear, dust settle. The players that were complaining and talking trash, stop hating. You at home watching it on TV. Your team didn't perform. Shut your mouth. Know your roles. Bottom line, you know the kid went out there. He did what he got to do. He was pulled by the coaching staff and the doctors mm-hmm. again. As a quarterback, you need your MCL. You need JCL. But but Jay Cutler doesn't throw off his um. Plant foot. I mean, he throw he throws off his back, back foot. foot. But he did, the injury was on the injury was on the the knee mm-hmm. that uh you're supposed to throw off. Exactly. But again, you know, if you look at the game, Are you wrap the game. He's coming out sideways. Let, let me um. On that time, he's backing out of out of the pocket. When he hurt his knee, he been he started backing out of the pocket mm-hmm. instead of coming out like he's supposed to yeah. with his show up feel. Well, let me get you uh, uh Ken. Let me get you uh yeah. your opinion on this. But yeah. let me say this. I play with an MCL, and I had to make plants and cut. The only difference is you can't go lateral, and and that's what you, you were saying, Richard. What you alluding to a, little, a second ago, mm-hmm. lateral movement is kind of tough. But you wrap that thing up, um, and you get in a certain situations where you know you can't go lateral, but you take that pain. The MCL, you don't even have to have surgery on uh, for that to heal up. But uh, as a quarterback, and he doesn't throw off his plant foot; he throws off his back foot. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I felt that he should still play, but I, I never questioned. I really. I won't. I'm gonna see how I can say this because I I do question some of the guys' toughness. I don't play. I didn't play with him, so I don't know the guy. But guys, I could question the guys I play with. But you know, he's again. He's been sacked 57 times. He's already shell shocked. He has type one diabetes. He's already playing with a situation, uh, and I think he still got. I think he's improved as a quarterback this year. Can I get your opinion on it? I mean, you got to look at this, Kwame. Uh, the quarterback drives the team. Okay, the the team is not going to win. The, the offense is not going to move unless the quarterback is healthy. And coach, I'm sure you can feel me on this when I say, if the coaches come to you and say, "Can you go?" Yes. If you know you can't go and you decide you're going to go in there anyway, 
if you you throw an errant pass, errant pass because you know you misplanted, you couldn't. There was too much pain on that back knee to, to throw the ball. It's going to sail. It's going to get intercepted. You just hurt the team. So I think he made the right decision. He knows he can't go. Stay on the sideline instead of hurt your team. Help the team by letting another quarterback get in there and see if they can move that offense. Which uh, the dude from uh, um, what is his name Haney uh, Caleb, Caleb Haney mm-hmm. from Colorado State came uh-huh. in there and moved that offense. He did, man. He did you a know, good job. Did a great job. I mean, they they were they they were in the game in the, in the last four minutes of the game. They were in there until he threw that last minute interception. But he gave them a chance. So let's not blame Jay Cutler, who's let me say this. one of the toughest quarterbacks in the NFL. Like you made a point, the man's been sacked over fifty-seven times. The man takes a pounding and gets back up. Let but me if he knew he couldn't get back in that game, he knew he was going to hurt his team. Stay on the sideline and give somebody else a chance to help the team win, and he did it. And, and that's what I wanted to get from you guys, but because uh, I, I, I can look at it one way, but uh, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to question a guy's toughness. That's that's in the lead, and we from the outside looking in. Unless you play it with the guy, unless you know the guy. But let me ask you guys this: This is what I didn't agree with in the whole situation. He was on the sidelines, walking up and down. Maybe he can walk, but I, you know, if you can find, if you can walk, man, find a way to jog. Because all you gotta do is get in a shotgun, take a step, let it go. But this is what I didn't agree with Jay Cutler when he was on the sideline when Haley was in. Uh, uh, he didn't help the guy. On the sideline, he didn't go over there once to help that guy who's a third-string quarterback who had no intentions on playing that game because of uh, Todd Collins was the second-string quarterback. He threw four passes, four incomplete passes. They pulled him. So they bring in a third-string guy. I didn't see Jay Cutler go over there once to help this guy out. Now, I had a problem with that because if I'm not playing, I'm still trying to help you win. I had a situation in Arizona where they tried to give Pat Tibble my job. I was still playing in other certain situations, but if that guy is on the team, I still want to help him because the, the, the bigger picture is the team to win football games. And I didn't see Cutler, um, I didn't see Cutler going over to help the uh, third string quarterback to help his team win football games because the defense showed up in the second half and stopped making plays. Well, you also got to look at the simple fact of this: everybody's always. I mean, always complain about this, complain about that. Always got something to say. And it all starts with the media. And now we're part of the media. Sometimes we, them, need to shut their mouths because they don't know. You got people who never played the game, played in Little League, and think they know everything. They don't know Jack. You know, the guy went out, like you said, Ken and Quam, you get sacked 57 times. Mm-hmm. Mine is getting sacked 57 times. You're still in the NFC Championship game being sacked that many times with a suspect offensive line. What happened to the run game? The only thing you was throwing all day long was Matt Forte screens here, screen there, screen here, screen there. It wasn't a great running day for the, for the Chicago Bears, and that is what helps them throw the ball. Okay? Yeah, Caleb Haney comes in there after Todd gets hurt. Okay? He walks off. What bothers me is the media because you, I, when I looked at the game, I watched the game from beginning to end. When Todd came off, when Todd Collins started walking off the field, I said to myself, that guy's hurt. They're talking about he was ineffective. No, he wasn't ineffective. He was hurt. Okay? Pay more attention to the game and stop running your mouths. That's the problem. And you start giving these other people's opinions, and all you got to do is just watch the game as a, not only as a fan, but as a person of interest. Well, I'll tell you this. Get sacked 57 times. we got to take a break, but I'll tell you this, and you make some good points. But here, here's the problem I see in, in the with the um, critics, 
They can't watch the game uh, the same way that uh, you and I can watch the game. Me and Ken can watch the game. Uh, they can't watch because they're too critical on certain things. Uh, and, and they're sitting in a the chair. They're sitting in the air condition. They have their, their chips and their beers. And, and then they say, well, that guy should have did this, should have did that. But if you're not understanding the offense alignment scheme, the defense alignment scheme, if you're not understanding that stuff, then you, you say, why the running back go here? Understand football before you start talking about football. And then you can understand why these guys are making certain uh, moves on the field or doing certain mm-hmm. things or why the scheme is this mm-hmm. way. Why is this scheme different from last week's scheme when we played the Pittsburgh Steelers? Now we're playing the Jets. Uh, why is this scheme different? Because they do different things defensively. So offensively, we got to find successful ways to combat that so we can be successful offensively. But a lot of people don't see that. They just go right to the person and say, well, he can't get it done. He's not the, he's not the guy. He's not the quarterback or he's not the running back. Put somebody else in. So they can't see the game a lot like, you know, we could, like we've been a part of the game. They can't see it like that. Because there's going to be a backseat driver there to drive a car. And that's unfortunate. But you know what? We're going to take a break. I think we're going to take a break. But I can't hear the music. We want to talk. I want to come back and talk Jets Cromartie, uh, how he blasts the size of labor issues. You guys uh, think about that. We also want to talk the playoffs. Kwame Lassie Sports Sometime Rich. We came from the ATL Show. We'll be back in two minutes. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the show. Kwame Lassa Sports. Sometime Rich McCann from ATL. We are back. And you know what? Let me put the uh, trivia question out there before we move on. Because I do want to move on to this. The uh, labor talks. And I want to get you guys' comments on uh, Cromartie. Not the... uh, 
Arizona Cromartie, but the Jets Cromartie, uh, how he blasts both sides in labor. But here's the trivia. If you call in uh, 888-346-9144, if you call in before the show's in, you win an Energy Force bracelet. Now, I got one on my right wrist and one on my left wrist, so, you know, I'm a huge fan of them. So the Energy Force, you also check them out on, on a web page or uh, yes. uh, energyforce.com. I know they've sent uh, Coach B and his team. I uh, got mine on. I got mine. Uh, they sent Rich about 48 of them. Yeah, I got a grip on for my team when we come in camp on February 12th. You know, first, before we do that, I want to give some love out to Guardian Sports Gear also, Quam. Go ahead. They're, you know, my boy Rich Patterson over there doing good things for us. Y'all need to check him out at www.guardiansportsgear.com to tell him the coach sent you. He'll know exactly who it is. So he's going to take care of us on some uh, Take good care of you. On some he lingerie. Can, can do an internet order, too. No, no, we'll do internet. We ain't doing no lingeries, though. We ain't doing no lingeries. <laughs> yeah, no lingeries. Hey, man, let me, let me say this. Here's a trivia question. If you call in, you win an Energy Force bracelet, you better, uh, you better have the right size because uh, i got uh, mediums and larges. But uh, what round... And what year did I get drafted? Come with the right answer. 888-346-9144. Hey, let me ask you guys about this. Take Je- me. I'll tell you the truth. Answer, right answer. Don't get smacked in your face, boy. Hey. <laughs> Please do. I want to see that happen. I ain't never seen that happen before. Jets, Jets cornerback Antonio Cromartie used ex, uh, expletive, expletives uh, to describe the union and NFL labor's, uh, leaders Monday in his latest profanity field rant. Now, yeah, he's he's been doing this for a while. Uh, he did it last week or uh, two weeks ago uh, with the uh, Tom Brady uh, taking sides and all that stuff. But let me get you guys see this. Is, here's my opinion on what he says about the NFL. That uh, he said these guys need to blank 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 get together and get it done. Now this is guy uh, Cromani. Don't he have like eight kids? Nine kids with eight different women. Nine kids with eight different women. And there's a guy who needs some money yeah. running his mouth expletives that he's he's ranting, raving about um, in the media. Now, this is a guy that needs, he's going to need the money. So He was stressed. But he was stressed. Yeah. He don't. He don't need for them to go on strike. He need for them to play. He's just, what you got? Uh, no, but it, but he needed to play. He need them to play. But this th- here's the deal. You know what the owners looking at? See, I knew they wasn't together. See that in the NFLPA and a player should be on the same page, but we're not. We're not. So the owners just look at that and look at like this fool. He just uh, he just put it all pieces of the puzzle together for these guys. We knew they weren't going to be together because if they was together, we'd have talked. It's just like the NFL alumni and the players. They, we're not on the same page. Don't be fooled uh, into thinking we are. It's just like the NFL PA and players. We're not on the same page, and we should be. And we got a lot of people. But here's, here's the bright side of that. We got a lot of people in place to make this happen, to put us to get us on the same page. So we're not only strong by ourselves, we're strong uh, actually together. And we got to, we use the same verbiage when we're talking to people, uh, so it looks like we have a unified uh, situation organization as far as NFL alumni and players, uh, uh, NFL PA and the players. That way, when you go talk to these owners, uh, we can go to the table and talk uh, with some sense and get it done because it has to be a win-win situation. But in that win-win situation, my opinion is somebody's going to take a little bit of of what they didn't want or add, or add a little bit of what they didn't want to take for it to make it a win-win. And from the outside looking in, it'll be good. But this here's the thing. The uh, NFL uh, labor 
uh, the CBA, we may have a lockout coming up. And I don't think the uh, NFL can afford a lockout of this situation because the game is at its highest. Uh, uh, maybe they need to do so and clear the air. And I get you guys' opinion on this because they they're trying to change everything about the sport. They're trying to change the physicalness of the sport. They're hitting. You can't be on the ground and crawl to the quarterback because you're reaching for his leg. That makes no sense whatsoever. So once you're down, you're down. Um, you can't hit a guy who's crouching. Uh, you, it's a full-speed game. You target in on the guy's chest. He ducks. You have him with the helmet. You get fined. He doesn't get fined. Running backs on 31 can come in full speed, put their head down, and they don't get fined. Uh, maybe I don't think a lockout is good, but maybe uh, uh, doing this offseason, definitely get the rules in the uh, the situation together and, and with these fines that are, that are nonsense and get up to 100000 for some nonsense. Um, but let me get you, your, you guys' opinion on the lockout. I don't think it's going to be a lockout. I mean, I really don't got too much to speak on this at all whatsoever. You know, I mean, I just don't think it's going to be a lockout. I think Cromartie is just really just speaking from uh, stress in his personal situation and his personal life, what he has going on. He's speaking backwards. You know, that's the only thing I, I can really see uh, what Cromartie is really, you know, ranting about, you know, you know, this, they had to front this man when he came to the Jets. They fronted him a half a million dollars to help him catch up on his child support. Right. You know, so this man is really just speaking from uh, his his own personal life. What's going on? Why he can't afford a lockout? I mean, as far as you know, uh, you know the whole uh, NFL, how they feel about the situation. N- nobody doesn't want a lockout. The Let me. Want um, lockout. The fans want a lockout, and as you said, NFL right now is at its highest right now. This has been one of the great. Greatest uh, playoffs we've seen in a long time. Every game was was great. Um, the comp- uh, we've seen some new teams step up in there and got in there and got into the playoffs. And uh, almost made a good run at it. You know, the team that nobody thought was probably going to make the playoffs, the Packers, you know, after they lost Aaron Rodgers for a while, they didn't even think they was going to have a chance of making the playoffs. Um, I mean, they're up in there. And, you know, I, I just don't really think it's going to be a, a lockout. Let me let me say this, before, uh, Coach, let me say this before you uh, go. Now, Cromartie, after one year with the, uh, with the Jets, he will be a free agent after this season. Uh, so he don't need it for it to be a lockout. Because uh, he need to make this type of money, he had a good season there. I thought he did play well on the other end as they put so much pressure on uh, pressure on Revis. But let me let me let me read to you guys what he said. Now this is how he talks. Now this 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 these <laughs> you gonna talk like he talks. These, these are his words. You gonna talk like a Floridian? I'm gonna um, talk like an idiot. That's what. <laughs> Listen to this. You don't get no information about nothing. From the union or the owners. This is what he said. To tell you the truth, they need to get their damn minds together and get the blank, 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 blank done and stop blank, blank complaining about money. Money ain't nothing. (laughs) These are... (laughs) Money ain't nothing. Money ain't nothing. nothing. But listen, but listen, all those uh, double and triple and quadruple negatives he put back to back. But he um he said money ain't nothing. But this this just this just the sign. This plays heavily. This plays. I let Rich go because I can say I can clown this guy all day. Go ahead, go ahead. Rich. Well, you know my situation is like this. I mean, as a as a ex player, Quam, what they need to do is just understand. It may be a money situation he's complaining about. It may not be a money situation he's complaining about. But overall, he's saying what should be done. Shut your mouth. Make it happen. You know, the owners don't want to. Personally, I think everybody in the National Football League getting paid way too much money. That's personal. Wait, That's wait, 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 wait. Back that up a taste. Uh, what, what you mean? And the owners and stuff like that? I'm talking about in general. Players? 
everybody. It's entertainment. How what you get you give a movie I understand it's entertainment. You give a movie again, star twenty million dollars to make There's, a film that lasts sixty minutes. Topic? Can I finish what I'm saying first? Go Thank ahead, you. boy if I Well you what? Do it. <laughs> Go. What I'm saying is this is I understand market value, I understand the escalation of salaries and that's how it works, okay? But what I'm saying is is all right, the owners want to make all this money. The players want to make all this money. Okay, the fans, eh, they're paying all that money. I mean, seriously, a Super Bowl ticket, $3,000? Yeah, because hey, people show up. The stadiums are packed. You get a lot of the corporate sponsors. Right. I just think that TV commercials. you need to say he got his point across, good for him. I'm glad he said it. Now all the people need to come out and say the exact same thing to how they really feel. Just say, speak how you speak your mind on it. You should speak your mind, and, but you should speak your mind with some type of sense, and, <laughs> with some type of knowledge of what you're saying. This guy's an idiot, man. This guy. All he said, we say, he told them to shut their mouth, get their stuff together, and let's get him make it happen. He needs right? to play because he's broke. He needs to. He's one of the guys that need to play, or 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 he's going to have a lot of problems after this, after his career is over. Or or he wants to play because he knows his contract year is coming exactly. up. Exactly. But, 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 but listen to that. Now, I agree with Coach. I agree with Coach on this. Everybody should speak their mind. But if you speak your mind, speak your mind on what it is, not what you think it is and what somebody needs to do. Because if I'm an owner, I'm looking at this clown and saying, see, they're not even together. They don't even talk the same. Uh, uh, Maurice Smith, the Maurice Smith, and and Cromartie, they should have the same verbiage. If you won't get on camera and talk about the CBA, then have some knowledge about it. Mm-hmm. Everybody, let me say that. Let me let me back up on that. Uh, pay too much thing too. I don't think they're getting paid too much because there's a market for this. I, I can't give Tom Cruise twenty million if I don't have it uh, to make a film that lasts uh, seventy five minutes. Um, because he put in work for three or four months to do a film. Well, they put in three or four months on the offseason, come out, get you that product. The stadiums are filled in most cases. Um, but you can't, um, you can't say these guys are getting paid too much. If anything, the owners are getting paid too much, if anybody. Yep. This is the NFL. It's a nonprofit organization, which means I don't have to tell you how much I'm making. So we want to, as the, as the players, as the organization, the NFLPA, we want to know the real numbers. What we see is not what it is. We want to know the real numbers and the um, uh, how much this this game alone is generating. How much can you go pay a a, uh, a Billy White Shoes Johnson for making the game what it was or what it is when he played? You got to go back and pay those guys. You can't tell me these guys are sitting out with all these injuries and line of duty situation where there's from the time you come to the National Football League. There's a billion dollars when your social security number goes on to that. You can't tell me that out of uh, since football been in conception, 13,000 people have retired from the game. And if they would gave all those guys three and a half to five million dollars, they'll still have seven hundred and fifty million dollars in there sitting right now today. The game is uh, the game is what it is. It's a game. But when there's a market for it and you can pay that many people for it, imagine what the owners are making. If I can give Tom Brady an extension this year or, or Peyton Manning an extension this year for $43 millions, imagine what I have now. True that. But Cromarty, you know, he spoke on, uh, on based on you know, what's going on in his personal life. Instead of going out there and saying, you know what, the Jets brought me in for a reason, to beat Indianapolis Colts. That's how they got beaten in the AFC Championship game last year because they didn't have a cornerback that can hold Garcon. They brought in Cromartie to, to help shut down Indianapolis receivers, and guess what? They did it. They beat the coach. He did his job. There you're right. Job. He didn't just prove his value as a viable uh, quarterback this year, but as a 
punt return and kickoff returner as well. Yeah, he did. So he is going to get paid. I give him that. But for go out there and run your mouth <laughs> about what he said, you know, I mean, he, he's an idiot because he was truly speaking on based on what's going on in his personal life. Yeah, they brought you in. They had to give you half a million to get you caught up on your child support, but money ain't nothing. But, <laughs> you know, you know, but you know, you're going to get paid, and that's what he really needs football to to really play this year. It's going to play. He needs football to play this year, so he can go out there. If the Jets are not going to pay him, somebody's going to pay him because he's definitely proved that he's yeah. definitely worth the money. He's he's good enough, but he has taken on the characteristics of his uh, coach uh, when he used to start talking tr- uh, trash. Uh, and I didn't hear a lot of this when he was in San Diego, but when you started trot, and he might have been doing it. When you start, we're gonna skip the break. Let's go straight. Uh, let's go skip the break. Don't worry about it. Good job. The guy's doing a great job. Um, when you start talking trash, which your head coach, defense coordinator minded guy does, Rex Ryan, you start taking on the personality of a Rex Ryan. Uh, so he was able to back it up in the uh, New England game. But you're playing against when you you can't do that week in and week out. These guys started when you're not who you are. When you show up, you have a you become uh, that becomes a problem with what you're trying to get done and accomplish. So they wanted to ease all that temperament control and trash talking because the bully in the league really is Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, Ken, you want to talk about some thugs? They are the bullies of the league. They play physical. They've always played physical since we were kids. We already we we known about that steel curtain defense. Uh, they've always had a defense over there. They've always been physical. They've always picked guys up and slam them. So you don't want to get into the situation. You don't want to get into the situation. Now I was a Dallas Cowboys fan growing up, so I know about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now you don't want to get into a situation where uh, you put your team against a Pittsburgh Steelers who who can win football games, have a good defense just as well as the Jets did, and then go out there and see who uh and let it become a quarterback battle who Sanchez has played well. He has done a good job this year uh, considering, but you don't want to put Sanchez up against Roethlisberger and expect to win a football game. Well, again, if you if the Jets did, if the Baltimore Ravens, Ravens and or the New York Jets played four quarters of football, not just two quarters of football, then we'd probably be talking about a different story here. No, we're not because Pittsburgh didn't play four quarters. They played uh, two quarters. They played four quarters on, fr- on this past weekend. They didn't play four quarters a week before, but they played four quarters this past weekend. Pittsburgh like played. we having a different story here. We do. Pittsburgh played two quarters. They scored 24 points, and they came back, and they didn't score another point in that game. Now, the Jets came out and put some numbers up, so they played two quarters. But you can't do that against a defense like Pittsburgh, against an offense like uh, the New York Jets. I tell you right now, let the Steelers not play four quarters, or like y'all said again. No, no, no. I agree. I agree because Aaron Rodgers is a very, ready. very good quarterback who can who get he, it done. Who he sit behind for three years, and now they got a running back and and, and a, a fresh a rookie uh, Starks. Whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, okay, he's just a role player. Let's not, let's not, let's not. How they say? Yeah. Let's not crown him yet. Player. Who's yeah, a role player? Who's a who's a role player? Starks. Let's not crown him yet. Still, still Everybody on that Grant team is a role player outside that, of. But Starks just no one's with able. No one. Okay, let me ask you player. this. Let me ask you this. Uh, for the past uh, three weeks, let's take let's take three. The prior seventeen weeks. I can't ask you. I can't ask you if you're talking. Where was their running game three weeks prior to Starks doing what he's doing? Because he's been a kick returner. Now, when I when I ask you uh, who who led the team in rushing weeks at, weeks before that, you'll be hard pressed to tell me. But it was no, it, Aaron would, it would be Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. It'd be Aaron Rodgers. Now you want your quarterback running the ball like that. Now he's a role player. Don't don't get me wrong. I agree with you guys on that. 
but everybody else is too, except uh, Aaron Rodgers. But your franchise quarterback, a uh, franchise running back, is coming back though that you just paid a lot of money to at bef- during preseason. Who oh, Grant? Durant. Yeah, he's coming back. So now you got two running backs. You in this league, you need two good running backs, a quarterback, and a tight end but to be successful this, on okay, offense. If if, if if you everybody want to anoint him, who uh, who the, the dude from the the, the, the start the Packers? I I, I want to anoint him. You want to anoint him? Where was he at? From the time Aaron Rodgers got hurt till they the wasn't the season. Pl- where was he at? Can you tell me? Can you tell yeah, me? Can you tell me? They wasn't was playing him. Be put on waivers before that game. That he, uh, Thank you. Ran for over hundred. Because he yards. wasn't doing what he needed to do. Yeah, he was actually about to be put on waivers. They wasn't playing the guy. I mean, yeah, he, he, he was throwing. He was giving the ball to Greg Jennings and um, who's the other receiver over there? They was the uh, was a driver. Driver, driver. He wasn't doing anything to get on the field. He happened to go in the game say, okay, let's put this guy. We got to get our one game right. Let's put him in the game. Oh, he gets a good run. Oh, let's keep using him. They didn't practice against him. Against him. So, and and that's what you're supposed to do? Let's just use it. Man, come on, dude. Isn't that what you're supposed don't to do? Him. I hear boy Dennis Green say, don't anoint him. You want to anoint him? Anoint him. Yeah, because he changed it. Because <laughs> he changed my offense around. And maybe that offensive line changed. I'm not giving him all the credit. But they have a running game. And the running game is not coming from my quarterback who I want to throw. My quarterback can run. So if you got a running game, imagine what that play action does for you. That play action is there. Now you have linebackers sitting back waiting. Now you got to open. If you want to boot out, which he did in the uh, Chicago game, you see how many times he ran the ball? He could have led the team in running. Uh, but, but Starks did. Now Starks, when he started, and you, talk, you guys talk about him about to be deactivated. Okay, well, he wasn't deactivated the past three weeks where they had a running game, and, t- and, and now teams were trying to stop them from running to make them one-dimensional. They wasn't – this is a no. team that went to Chicago, then came back, went to Philly, then went from, uh, to Atlanta, then went to Chicago again and beat them on the road. They ain't playing at home. They playing on the road, and this young guy is giving them a running game. And then maybe somebody, the offensive coordinator, has talked to the offensive line Maybe they did Maybe that, they and it was more holes. But they played against some good defenses. So, he, so now what you're saying, they gave him, he made, that he, outside of he, Philadelphia, they have a running game. Oh my, I'm done talking. They, 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 they done. Dude. They didn't have a running game. <laughs> they lost five games in a row, clown. They didn't have a you running game. You can't be one dimensional in the National Football League and think you're gonna win a Super Bowl. You can't be one dimensional on this on this um this radio show and think you're gonna get. This might just Spin. do what you want to do. You, you're talking nonsense, Kwame. Did you eat a lot? You, 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 um, are you, um, has he rushed over 100 yards for the first game? No. 77 yards last week, I think, if I'm not mistaken. 77 yards, and how many carries? Was it 22 carries? Which 22 is 22 carries, 77 yards. Oh my God. Is which that, was, oh, that's a run game. Which, <laughs> that's less than three yards. That's less than, what, four yards a carry? You probably just as idiotic as, uh, Cromarty. If I got, <laughs> I can run the ball 22 plus times. That's that's being honest. That's sticking to my run game. That's showing, telling the linebackers, you're not going to sit back and we can't throw the ball. Now you have to come up. I don't care if he ran the ball 25 times and got five yards. I'm sticking to my run game. See, I'm not going to abandon my game plan because what you are doing, I'm going to make sure hold you accountable, keep them linebackers in. Make sure you're not sitting them linebackers out. Maybe I don't know about football. Maybe I don't know how to run an offense or a defense. Well, I'm not saying you don't. Well, you're talking nonsense. <laughs> I know, I know. They got a lot better. They played five games on the road. They got a lot better. They beat all the teams that everybody thought they would lose to. Oh, so let me ask you this Because they got a running game. Let me me ask you this question before we got to get out of here. We got two minutes. So could they have done that without Aaron Rodgers? Uh Uh-uh. 
No, Aaron Rodgers no is man. the face of the oh. team. He's a he's a role player. Like we said, we all agreed on that. Clown. The that run game is the reason that run. <sighs> the run game was halfway decent than it was the last four weeks. This is a six seed team because of Aaron Rodgers. If Ryan Grant was there, position to be successful. If Ryan Grant was there, we wouldn't have this conversation. They would have had a running game all year if Ryan Grant was there. If I, I could put my hand on you right now, I would love to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, <laughs> if you can put your hands, boy, <laughs> boy, hey, if Ryan Grant was there. Now, we ain't talk about Pittsburgh, but I'll tell you what Chicago, what Green Bay did to uh, Chicago. They made them one-dimensional in 16 minutes of that ball game, and they made those guys having to pass the ball. Now, uh, Green Bay and Don Capers, they were blitzing these guys. But they made the Chicago Bears one-dimensional and 16 minutes into this ball game. And you tell me that they, they, they didn't come to play. They are they were peaking at the right time, a six-seed football team who's always been good, a team that lost five in a row during the season because they didn't have a running game because Aaron Rodgers was the leading rusher. Plus, he missed the game with a concussion because he was running so much. Now, I don't want my quarterback doing all that scrambling. Now, you can drive Cam Newton and let him run, see how long you have him. Right. I, again, on back on that deal situation with Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, you know. We got about 20 seconds. Go ahead. I, I have a problem with the, with the Bears because I think it, the secondary and the linebacker situation, if you're coming up for the run support and you don't see them running, get your butt back where you're supposed to be. That's the reason why a lot of the, 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 the receivers are wide open. And when you got somebody running a, five, a 12-yard in route and all of a sudden he, he hits it five times, come on, dude. Seriously. Stop. Who are you talking about? Down. Who are you talking about? Aaron Rodgers, Chicago. Yes, he, he hit him on the same route about five times. Yeah, because they got a running game. The linebackers were up. You a genius. The linebackers were up because they were they have a running game. Now you got to respect that. Hey, you great show. Once Aaron Rodgers clears the, the deepest back, Colin get Jenkins back and Raji won that game for the Packers. Who did? Raji and Cullen Jenkins. Thank you. The, the two big guys up front. Okay, I agree. Yeah, but they do still have a running game. Hey, this is the Quamalaza Sports Sometime. Rich McKinnon from the ATL Show. Nobody calls in the trivia. The trivia is going to now change. You can't text me or about the trivia. I say call in. Hey, we'll be back next week. I thank you guys. You guys are always good. Last words? Holla. Packers. You drunk. Packers. You are drunk. Packers. We are drunk. We're going to talk about this. we got two weeks to talk about this. Pittsburgh still a Super Bowl champ. Seven rings. One more time. We out. Peace. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. 
visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 